0: What a tricky shot! Look, flip up and in! Double OT, here we come! And that's it! The Type A4 Braves are the Fluff League Champions once again! Hey, Byron Mullins. Do you have a nickname yes. or do you have a preferred? Okay. Byron. Easy enough yep. for me. Well, it's an honor to have this opportunity to talk to you. I won't review what you were doing at the time. You and (laughs) uh, Marshawn might be into some adult programming, but um, we'll talk some basketball and your splices with some other off-the-court things. I want to start with the first season, actually. You came in halfway through the season. Really, Thomas Welsh was with the team throughout the regular season, but joining in partway through along with your former teammate, DeAndre Liggins, right? And then the Kings in a playoff push, but before that was the COVID and then... In fact, you had—I believe—you had to miss the last game of the season. Two might have been tough. What were kind of the mood of the team toward the end of the season, guys having to sit out while trying to be very competitive at the same time?
1: Yeah, it was really tough. I mean, obviously, I came—you know—I came, my first game back was against, I think, the Steelers or Dreamers. One of them two. I had a back to back. I remember, and then my second game of the back to back was against the Lions and 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 Sim. And it's been a year and a half, almost two years, since I have played a basketball game. And, uh, obviously, I came back, you know, out of shape. I was 320 pounds. And then the whole COVID situation, man, it was uh, – we had a lot of players out. You know, I, we had those two games that I played. And then the third game, I believe, was against uh, the Braves, which I missed because it was another back-to-back situation. Uh, or maybe that was the third game and then the fourth game was the Braves. I, I forget. But we had a lot of players miss a couple weeks with us because of the COVID you know, so those, you know, the playoffs were supposed to originally start in May and then they didn't start until June. So that whole time we had basically half of our team out. And, you know, that whole time, I mean, if we could have had our whole team together and practicing together and, and getting a feel for each other, I really do think the playoffs would have been a different story for us. Um, and then obviously, you know, we got to the playoffs. We lost the two at Airs and we won the two at home. And then the, the game five, we went back and uh, Amigo and Thomas got sick. And, uh, you know, Tom tested positive for COVID. Amigo didn't. So, Amigo, you can, you can kind of tell Amigo wasn't himself for that game five. I mean, he's on the bus, sweating, you know, going to practice. And then he's, you know, sitting, drinking fluids at shoot around. And you can kind of just tell during that game, like, it's just, it wasn't, he wasn't himself, but, you know, he was trying to push through it for the team. Uh, and we end up losing by i don't even i think it was what five points or something like that mm-hmm. it was um, a small
0: margin of loss yeah
1: yeah so uh, it was crazy to uh have to uh, have to deal with all that stuff um uh, just outside of basketball and uh, it, it shows that you know a lot goes into it just than just going out and then playing ball you know so um i think it was a really good obviously i wasn't here for the whole year so i can't really speak on it but I think it was a really good year for the for the Kings' first year being in the league, and the support that the the fans have given given us, uh, the support that we get, even on the YouTube, you know, subscriptions and stuff, and uh, we got a really, really, really good fan base, and I think it's just going to continue to grow.
0: Yeah, you spoke about not being with the team the whole season, and... The Kings did share some of the the sights and sounds from inside the locker room, despite not being with the team the whole year. I mean, it was an emotional scene there. Obviously, not having the whole guys might have kind of made the mood a little different, not having to say goodbye to everyone at the same time. But um, yep. did that kind of help propel kind of the thoughts in your mind about possibly returning or possibly getting back at yeah, it? Yeah,
1: I mean, I, to be honest with you, the, the main the main thing on me returning was uh, my son, Baron. And um, he's he, he kinda, he was watching the games and seeing how much fun I had here, you know, for those last five games in the playoffs. And, you know, I did have a I, – honestly, I did have a conversation with him over the summer when I went back. And, you know, he's to that age now where he understands kind of like the business, you know, kind of like, you know, dad, you know, you got a you couple more years than you – because before it was like, you know, obviously he was a baby. He didn't really know what was going on. And then he got to the age of, you know, when I left, you know, it was uh, – why do you have to leave? And now it's to the age of where he's at, where he's like, you know, dad, go do your thing. You know, I want to watch you play. I want to, you know, tell my friends about you playing and watch you play. And um, he realizes that, you know, I, I'm not going to be able to do this for much longer. So he's like, dad, I want you to go back and play and, and get and be back to your best. Like you were before, you know, you retired. And and he was a big part of me, of me coming back. Because if he, I don't think if I would have got his blessing, you know, it would it would have been a lot tougher to make that decision to to come back and to you know get in the shape that I'm in now and, and be able to play for not only him but you know for my for my team and for myself.
0: That's really heartwarming because it sounds like he's yeah. a very mature kid and also yeah. very wise. And so I, you must be really proud of how he takes care of himself as well, being that you have to spend quite a bit of time away. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I am. I mean, he uh, he got to experience a little bit of it out in L.A. Um, when a couple of guys came out there, and, and they uh, they they brought us out there, and he spent time with Chunan and JJ and Kyle. And man, Baron had a blast with those guys. And uh, I talked to him every day, and he's like, "Dad, I really want to come out there." And even the guys are asking about him, like, "Hey, when's Baron coming out? When's Baron coming out?" And I'm like, "I'm, I'm trying to get him out, but he he's going from sport to sport right now too." you know, he's in, he's, he just finished football and now he's in soccer and basketball. And then obviously he's got school. So it's kind of hard to work on his schedule, but I really wanted to come out here and he does too. So just for him to experience, you know, this kind of life, you know, different country, not a lot of kids get to get to experience that. So.
0: Yes, that would be highly encouraged. I mean, summertime might be tough. It is granted really hot in the city. Um, Yeah. (laughs) There's no basketball obviously going on, but at some point in time, yeah, of course, he and everybody else invited to come visit us. All right. Well, yeah. before I move on to another topic, when it comes to your communications with the Kings, can you give us a little bit of insight of talking to the management, figuring out how you want to, did you want to sign or not, or asking about the team's plans? What was what was yeah. on your checklist? Did you have even a checklist? Yeah, I mean, from day one, me, Phil, and
1: James and Ryan had a. We've just had an open communication between all of us. And um, I'm to the I'm really to the age and, and to the point where I honestly, I really didn't go through my agent. I mean, we did a little bit to, to come back. And um, and then finally I was just like, you know what? Me and me and me and Phil have the relationship of let me just go to him. And why, why am I why am I going through, you know, my agent to, to talk to him and then, and then my agent to get back to me? And then finally, I was just like, you know, I, I picked up the phone. I called Phil. I'm like, hey Phil, you know, let's let's see what we can come up with here. And, you know, this is where I want to be at because I'm am a very loyal guy. If I, you know, Phil and them did bring me out of retirement, did give me a chance. You know, they took a shot in the dark with me. Obviously, being out two years, and you know, they got me back into playing ball. And uh, so I, I told them from the get, you know, I want to I want to be here. You know, um, I enjoyed. I mean, I really enjoyed the way the season ended last year, but I enjoyed that that uh, that that rush of you know being in the playoffs, being right there to the finals, and uh, you know playing with these guys. And I'm like, I want to come back. And he's like, Well, you know, you know what, what, what do you want to do? And I said, Well, if I if I come back, I want to do. I never had a multi year contract before, and it's just something you just don't you don't really see that much overseas because it's like you're in or out, you know. Um, so I told him I was like, I want to come back. I want to do it right. I want to have my biggest thing is I want to have a multi year deal. That way I can move here. I can, you know, build relationships with these guys. You know, if you if you want to call it me being the face of the program for the next few years, you can call it what you want to call it. But uh, and then there's like, okay, well, what do you think about I was just thinking about, you know, a two year deal. And he's like, well, What do you what do you think about doing a, a two plus one, which is the third year would be a, a team option. And I'm like, Yeah, absolutely. You know, that, that puts me to – my birthday falls in February, so like that puts me to 37, you know, then, yeah, if you want to take that long of a, you know, shot on me. And and uh, we did, and we got it done. We signed it, and, you know, part of that was, uh, you know, Phil wanted me to get back down to, you know, at least 270 uh, before our first game. And, you know, I told Phil, I'm like, he got my word, you know, I'll be back down to that weight before our first game, and I was. I was actually two seventy point six.
0: <laughs>
1: um, oh no! Yeah, I was two seventy point six. But he said he don't. You know, if it's two seventy point whatever, you know, it's it's okay. two down for you. But I mean, I got when I came back here, when I got to my hotel, I was three hundred twenty pounds. Oh. So when I but when I started my seventy five hard program, that was like on a Monday. That was like on the Monday that I could actually leave the hotel, but I was still in self quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, I was 313 pounds. So from that Monday until I believe November 10th was our first game, I had to lose basically like you know 40 some pounds, and uh, man, it was tough. But I, you know, I told Phil like, "You got my word. I I, I promise you, I'll be down to 70 before our first game." And I, and I was. So so I, I got done with that 75 hard program that got me down to where, where my weight was, and then I took the weekend off. I, I did enjoy my weekend with food wise. And then that, then the following Monday, I I started it back up. So, but this time my goal is not to lose weight. My goal is to stay at, you know, 260, 265. um, But just, just build muscle and and be explosive.
0: I'm kind of curious. You had, we'll we'll get to this later, but you had 38 points in the last game against the Braves, but in the preseason, it definitely seemed like you were pretty intent on at least, I don't know—is it working yourself into shape or getting your uh, your feel? You were pretty aggressive to try to score the basketball. I'm sure Coach Marshawn also yeah. said like, "Eh, we're not going to really do many of our sets, so maybe everyone just figure out on your own on the floor." I'm just kind of yeah. joking to say your preseason looked like, "Oh, Brian's trying to get his own right now." No, no. I mean, we we went into a lot of those scrimmage games. I mean, we we played a lot of college teams
1: mm-hmm. and um me and Ryan talked, we just used that as a conditioning thing. It wasn't really anything of like, you know, hey, I'm going to go out and score 30 or whatever. You know, I told Ryan, he, he had a goal of me playing, you know, five minutes a quarter or whatever it was, but those five minutes was to go hard gotcha. as hard as yeah. you can get that, get your, get your heart rate up and, uh, and we'll get you out, get a break, put you back in and go hard again. So, um, I just used that time really just to, uh, to see, I mean, I, my body was changing so much too. Like I said, I went from three hundred thirteen pounds to uh, when preseason was over. I was probably around the two seventy five mark. Um, so even even with me, me and Brian, my, our, our weight trainer, the explosiveness has just went you know through the roof um, because of all the weight loss. But my body was used to carrying all that weight, um, so it re- I mean, at the at the end of the day, it made my body a lot stronger. So it was a big change, you know, um, mm-hmm. when you when you look at stuff like that, it was like, you know, when you come down a lane and you jump, I'm taking off a lot more explosive than I, than I was uh, because my body was used to carrying that weight. So, but man, I, I feel good right now.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Well, yeah, the Kings also shared that you do plenty in your day or try to make it a point to travel and get out. What's still on your list right now to travel or experiences to have while you're out here? I mean, now that yeah, I know and, you're going to be here for a couple seasons. No, I mean, one
1: reason why I did get so fast is because I just I sat around a lot, you know, and um, my biggest thing is I struggle with like emotional eating. Okay. So if I'm just sitting around the house and I'm bored, I'll eat, you know, so uh, just to pass the time. So I, I find myself like, you know, just trying to keep my mind busy, trying to, trying to stay busy, uh, whether that's like, you know, in the morning, whether that's I'm going into the morning to go work out before I go to practice. Or, you know, I'm going to practice and then as soon as I get home, I'm going to work out. Um, If I have like downtime, you know, like right now, like we just talked about, I'm learning how to edit videos. But um, just to see just Taipei, a new Taipei city, really um, just to learn, learn things about the city, you know, whether that be going hiking, uh, going out to uh, just downtown the one on one and walking around and, and getting to know the city or uh, my my next thing i want to learn how to do is to take the uh, hsr so i don't know how to take it yet by myself but uh my goal is just to go and buy a ticket and just get lost and and figure it out so uh, i know last week we went down to uh taichung to watch the fubon game fubon versus uh the dreamers mm-hmm. so we went out with a couple friends though so uh i'm just i'm just trying to go out and just you know, interact with the fans, interact with people, you know, just get to know everybody. Like I said, it's, it's really nice that I got a multi-year deal here because I can get to know people and, and build those relationships. Uh, instead of, you know, just kind of staying to myself because when you're on a one-year deal, you kind of don't want to have those relationships because it's like, well, I know I won't be gone, you know? So, so that, that does play a part in it as well. I
0: see. Before that, I would advise when you take the HSR, some stations are close to the city centers, but a lot of them are not. So you might want right. to have that in mind. Like if, for example, Taizong or Tainan, those stations are far from the city. So you got to be ready to also take <laughs> right, a cab right. ride into town. Yeah. Obviously, Taipei, Banqiao, or even down at Kaohsiung, yeah. not too much, not too far away from some where the fun is. So just a word yeah. of advice: you got to do a little yeah, bit yeah, more yeah. homework.
1: And and they, and they uh, I think the last rail is like at eleven or something.
0: Yeah, it's so not like that a, late.
1: Yeah, so I don't want to get stuck in the city.
0: <laughs> okay, um, back to basketball. Um, I'm kind of curious. What do you have to offer about your new teammates? Obviously, Joseph Lin probably can communicate with, not bad with him. But we saw recently, um, even Lin Jingbang, Bang Bang. he's the old veteran. He knows what to say to imports. What to know to say to his locals? I mean. Big yeah. Sushi's new on the team. We haven't seen him much cuz of the hand injury and you have a, just a yeah. couple rookies, but what can you share about joining the team for a second time and the new faces now that well you've been well, on first, the team before? Yeah, well first
1: uh the first player I met new was Big Sushi. You know, he came out he came out to LA and uh Phil was like, "Hey, here's this rookie we just signed. Check him out. You know, tell us what you think." And uh so I was out in LA with him for a week and we played and I'm like, "Man, this kid is good. Like he's got size, he's quick, he's strong." And um then the next time I seen him, he's in a cast. And I'm like, what the hell happened? You know, what happened? He's like, I broke my wrist when we were in L.A. I'm like, oh, man, so how long are be out for? And, you know, so we talked about that. And I'm like, well, don't, you know, don't rush it. You know, you don't want to come back too early. You know, come back, you know, 100%. So uh, he's back now. And I think he's, you know, he's getting a feel for the game, getting a feel for the speed. But the other guys, I mean, like guys like Ting Ting, uh, Salih, even, even, uh even little sushi. I mean, it's his second year, but he's not with us fully yet because of the the army, the duties that he has with that. But um, yeah, I man, I, I like those guards. They're they're they want to get better. They're you can tell like they're gym rats. You know, um, you, guys like Joe, like you mentioned, with the <laughs> he's easy to talk to. So <laughs> no, but Joe is uh, Joe's man. He, he's I think you can tell a big difference when he, when he's on the floor with us and when he's not. Obviously he had he had a little injury against the dreamers uh, in the second half where he couldn't return. and then he missed that game against the Steelers. And I think that was a big key of uh, why we lost those two games just because of just because of his his core appearance being on the floor with us. And then you got you know obviously guys like Bond, who's a veteran, uh, who is also one of our team captains that we uh, we voted on. Uh, for him to be a team captain uh, because of his, you know, his experience and his, uh, his uh, communication with, with the guys and people look up to him on the team and bondsman, nothing, but nothing but great for us. And uh, I was talking to Phil and I'm like, yeah, man, can you believe we got bond for pretty much nothing? Like, you know, the pilots just basically let him go. And I'm like, no way. And he's like, yeah, they just, you know, they weren't playing him at all. And, and uh, so we, we definitely got a steal. On, uh, on that one so and I and I think he's really happy I think he's really happy here you can tell just being around the guys and being a locker room that yeah he's having a great time
0: okay that's great to hear I mean a little bit unexpected not to diss him at all Ling Jinbang from the center part of Taiwan and then he stayed in Taizong area and so, I mean yeah. I give him credit for being a pro basketball player for so long he's actually come out of retirement like several times Oh, really? Okay. Yeah,
1: I don't, I don't know the full history. I mean, but I'm yeah, glad he's with us.
0: <laughs> they can't get him to quit, or I, I guess he can't really, at least with a team he used to be with year, and he can't, he could not, he can never leave the game or they can never get rid of him. I don't know. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's pretty cool because he obviously comes from a different background than like somebody like Joseph Lynn, you know, grew up in Northern California and then out here yeah. to, in Taiwan trying to pursue a basketball career. Going on to other teammates before we kind of, pull back the picture a little bit um amigo was last year's mvp kyle lee Cayen, a top five player Yeah, what is kind of a note about the kings and the top end talent that speaks really loudly to how being the focal point of s- certain ways of how the team operates and then how in the fourth quarter they're going to be counted on big
1: yeah i think with our team you can look at any of the core really people and, and expect a big night from them. You know, if you take, for example, the line game. Okay. So I didn't have a big night. I had 10 points, but guys like Joe guys, like amigo, I think they had 25 and 26. And then you could take like the pilots game the other night where we, we ended up winning by five, you know, amigo has one point heading into the what fourth, fourth quarter. quarter? Mm-hmm. And he has, and he goes off for 17, you know, So it doesn't matter, you know, just because like one of our main guys has a down night or something like that. It's just, they can flip it around. I mean, you take the other night against the Braves, for example, where, you know, I had seven points in the first half and, you know, come out and score 20 straight in the, in the, in the third or whatever it was. We can lean on any one of our guys to, to really take us to the win, And if we can get everybody clicking on the same page in the same game, it could be, it could be
0: scary. All right, I'm assuming that you haven't ex- even experienced that, even in the four straight wins to start the season, because you guys look pretty unbeatable to start things off. How did that feel yeah, for the team? Going, going in, I mean, honestly,
1: going into it though, I mean, going into the season,
0: I'd, I'd be lying to you if I if I say I
1: wasn't I wasn't nervous because you look at the scrimmages that we had. You know, we got we got killed by Fubon, we got destroyed by the Pilots down in the Showcase. You know, we were getting beat uh, by a college team in NCCU, no disrespect to them. They're a really good team. And, um, I'm like, man, we, we better turn this around or, you know, we're, it's going to be, it's going to be ugly to start our season. And, uh, but we did, we, we definitely fixed our, what was going on and, um, started the season out four and and, uh, like I said, I mean, we, the injury to Joe in the second half of the dreamers game, You know, that could be a big effect of why we we didn't finish the month of November out undefeated. But I'm glad the way we started the season, heck, we're six and two. You know, we're in first place. And uh, and uh, we got some we got some big games coming up to finish up December. And I'm excited to see how we can finish it up.
0: That's right. A really strong November belated congratulations (laughs) on the month MVP. Because of the funky scheduling, you won't get presented with the award till your next home game, which I believe, if I'm correct, is in January. So, just isn't some, it really just some oddities <laughs> of schedule.
1: Hopefully, I can get awarded with a back-to-back. uh
0: Well, you know what? That'd be a lot of
1: fun. Now, that would be yeah. something. I Got the call from Phil. I was actually at the gym, a rural gym, and he's like, "Hey, man, congratulations!" I'm like, "On on what?" He's like, "You were named November, you know, MVP." And I'm like, "No, I, I didn't believe it because." uh you know, one reason why I didn't believe it's Chris Johnson, man. He's just, he's had a crazy month. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't believe it because I didn't, I didn't win any, any of the, uh, you know, the weekly MVP, you know, awards. And, but I knew I had a, a one leg up on all of them, which we went four and one and we finished the month of November in first place. Okay. So I'm like, okay. So if we can go, if we can finish out this month with one loss, <clears throat> you know, and uh, possibly, possibly get the back to back, you know, month, you know, November, December MVPs.
0: I didn't know our next home game is in January. That's crazy. Okay, I have to correct myself. It's on New Year's Eve, December thirty first. Okay. So okay. logistically, probably not going to present you unless they do one on the thirty first and one on the on New Year's Day. That would be pretty okay. crazy. Tonight yeah. we are honoring November's MVP. Tomorrow night we're honoring December's MVP. Oh, that'd be great. Well, I know it was a
1: couple days. It yeah. took them a couple of days to. Uh,
0: put it together to to figure it out yeah for
1: november so no but i mean and people ask me about that and i'm like man i can't i can't take credit for even like my post i don't know if you've seen it i mean i didn't score Mm -hmm. the most points i didn't grab the most rebounds or blocks or whatever but as a team you know we went four and one um so that to me that that award really is a team award um because you know guys have stepped up and like i said i mean you know, Amigo won us the game against the Pilots. You know, Amigo and Joe won us the game against the Pioneers. Uh, There's not really one game that you could say, hey, man, you know, Byron really won us that game. Uh, so that that to me is is more credit to to the guys that are around me.
0: All right. Now, the might be the only concern from the outside looking in is the two games you did lose up to this point in the season just happened to be by 20 points. I mean the Kings are yeah. a team that likes to shoot the three ball and that comes with yeah. its own risks of course if you yeah. you go cold from outside are there any ways that the team is evaluating that and in-
1: Yeah we talked about that a little bit um you look at those two games that we did lose uh take the take the Steelers for example uh, just because we were recently watched the film I mean 9 minutes to go in that game we scored I think nine points in the in the last 9 minutes of that game I mean it, we were we were right there we were obviously down i can't tell you how many we were down at halftime 16 maybe mm-hmm. and going into the fourth quarter we brought it back we brought it real close and then we got it within i think six points and then they just they just went on a, a, a crazy run and we went on a crazy drought and uh you know i think the with joe being out and that extra that extra guard that can bring the ball up and release that pressure off of Kyle um, and, and our point guards, I think that was a really big effect to that because I think those guys, you can kind of say they got tired, whatever whatever you want to say. And the same effect with the Dreamers game. I mean, we were right there in the, in the Dreamers game in the second half. And obviously, Pointer being out, there was no really reason why we should have lost that game the way we lost it uh, against one import. But basically, when you have one import and you got two, you know, the game's going to kind of favor the team with one just because, but uh, no, I think just having, like I said, Joe Lynn is a big part of our offense when you look at that as well. Um, but, you know, we, we just gotta, we gotta figure it out. I mean, a, a guy goes down, we gotta figure out, you know, how are we going to react to it? Cause it's, it's basketball. It's a long season. It's going to happen, but uh, it gladly, it happened early in the season, you know, uh, then later, cause ain't, no team's going to go 40 and 0. Uh, you're going to take some losses. It's just gonna. It's gonna be how you react to them. Our new goal now is not to take two losses in a row. You know, so we lost to the Dreamers. We came back, beat the Pilots. You know, we lost to the Steelers. We came back and uh, and beat the Braves. So we just gotta just keep it going. You know, we got the Pilots now, and uh, I'm sure they're hungry to beat us. You know, we got them twice, mm-hmm. and, and you know, even the second game, we we only beat them by five. I mean, it was a really really close game. I'm sure they're going – and and it's hard. I mean, we play each team six times. It's going to be hard to beat. Now eight times. Every team, yeah, six or eight times. So it's going to be hard to, uh, you know, change stuff up
0: and beat every team every time we play them. So, All right. I think the last question before we go to our quick Q&A. Yeah. Maybe one time I'm going to ask you to talk about yourself a little bit. What in the world were you feeling when you scored 20 points in the third, 38 points overall against the Braves, some say that arena is the course field of basketball.
1: Yeah, that arena is is really good to play in, and it's really good to to just go and watch a game. I know a lot of people see me there watching games, um, and I'm not I'm not going there to watch a game to scout or anything like that. I'm just going there to be a fan, really. You know, I, I like going there, and I like I like going. I mean, the Dreamers Arena was awesome. It's loud as it's, it's loud as all get out at the Dreamers, because I think it's just so small and it's packed, obviously, and the fans are really crazy down there. But um I mean, yeah, I'm gonna support Steve O a really good friend of mine, as everybody knows, and, and Johnson, a really good friend of mine. But really, man, I, I came out that game and I had seven quick points and I was like, Man, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good night. So just the way I think teams are guarding me now, it's just like face guarding me and staying attached, which is it's hard to you know get open it, but it's uh. In, in the second half, I'm like at halftime, I'm like, man, you know, I scored the first seven points, and I didn't score after that. I'm just gonna go out. And I'm just gonna try to rebound. You know, same thing I did with the pilots, and uh, I'm like, I'm just gonna try to rebound. I gotta go try to change this game in some other way than scoring. And you know, I went out, and grabbed, you know, I had an offensive rebound, tip, dunk, and that kind of really got the energy kind of going. I mean, if you look at all the threes I shot in the second half, I mean, there was a hand in my face. Every single one of them. I, I don't know. It was just kind of like I was in the zone in the second half, and I when I went back and watched the game, you know, on TV, I'm like, man, that guy was that close to me. Coach Ryan must have been like, what are you doing? And and at that moment, I didn't feel it. You know, I just kind of like, hey, I was open, I shot it. Some of them rattled in, but at the end of the day, they went in. And of course, uh, you
0: were open. Yeah, I was
1: open. I'm man down, right? <laughs> I mean hell there was one time where i looked at ryan and uh I, you know i gave him the little the little jersey tug like hey i need a sub and he's like all right i got you and that same play I, we we came down and they, they threw it to me to swing it through the offense and I just pulled up <laughs> and i made it he's like oh i thought you were tired and I'm like i am tired but uh nah, it's just it's just one of those nights man it's uh and then i looked up and obviously we won i'm like man, i had 38 points like what i didn't I had no idea I had 20 in the third quarter. And the one thing I do look back at that, and I had that offensive rebound right at the end of the third quarter. Mm-hmm. And uh, I tried to go up and dunk it, just a quick dunk it, because I knew the shot clock was running down, and I missed it. And Phil told me at the end, he's like, you almost had the record for third quarter points. And <laughs> I was like, well, what was the record? He's like, it was 20 by Chris McCollum. And uh, I was like, damn. So <laughs> if I would have made that, that tip in right at the end, I would have had 22 and got it. But, no, I'm glad – I just tried to do what we uh, what I could do to win that game, being down seventeen points, and uh, because it was looking ugly there for a little bit, and I'm like, "Yep, they're on a run," and uh, we stayed with it, we persevered through it, and we put our heads down and just freaking fought. And uh, I'm glad that we we pulled out that win in that arena against that team, Mm -hmm. you know, because that that tells me this team can uh, we can fight through a lot, and that's going to give us confidence down the road because. We're going to be down twenty points. You know, we were we were down fifteen or something like that against the Dreamers at their arena, one of the loudest arenas in the league. And uh, so now we can look back and, and remember the fubon game. You know, down seventeen against one of the best teams. We can you know we can fight back and pull this out.
0: All right, thanks for that. The last thing is just a quick Q and call the unquestionable finish. Um, okay. So my first one: your favorite music genre.
1: Uh, man, right now, Steve has got me listening to uh Fred again. Uh, so he's kind of like a rave uh, type DJ, yeah. So, okay, uh, I've been listening to the
0: head non stop since, he, since he's got me started on him. So, all right, would you want an expensive present or a homemade present? Uh, homemade. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, the Home last made. one. Given that you have not played abroad for the same team, I looked up, but you did play in the mainland for a couple of seasons. What is your favorite food that you've had while you've been abroad as a basketball player or just traveling anywhere? Man, favorite food.
1: Man, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I'll, I'll tell you what the I'll tell you what the most underrated food is that I've had is uh is those little. Uh, those little triangle rice cakes uh oh. dang, i get i get the crab meat so it's like is it wrapped uh, in seaweed yeah it's got the seaweed wrap yeah you know? all right so you get like, so pork you get chicken you get i get the crab meat you get tuna but those are the most underrated uh little i don't know what you would call it food uh but man you just go uh, we got family Mart right across the street from our apartment so I occasionally go over there and grab a couple
0: of them. <laughs> okay. Some people treat that as their meals. So, I mean, yeah, it could be yeah, yeah. it could be a meal replacement or it can just be like my appetizer if you're yeah, a sure. 270-pound basketball player.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, Brian. That's all the time. Thank you for yeah. the interview. I look forward to seeing you at the arena and uh, good luck to the rest of the season. We'll catch up soon. I appreciate it, Ryan. Thank you.